recorded. Welcome to the 2020 All-Stars third podcast. I think we're finally getting the hang of this thing. I am David Pollock, and with me is Todd Sakamoto. Hello, how are you doing today? Oh, it's doing great. It's a sunny day here in Berlin. Ah, well, it's it's a it was a beautiful sunny 95 degree day today here in LA. So ah, nice, nice. Yes, it's a uh, it is July 2nd in the states. It is again the future here, July 3rd in Berlin. Um, so we will be able to get you all those you know scores from tomorrow here, which should be pretty awesome. Always useful. I think the first thing we want to talk about, since we always seem to talk about young rookies, is Yasuel Puig. Puig Still good. Yeah. Still good. <laughs> he, he, every time I, I think it's gonna, I'm going to see regression, another week goes by, he had another two homers and another 400 batting average week. I, 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 I don't know what to say anymore. Maybe he's, maybe he's just really going to hit 500 the whole year. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, Barry Bonds did it, so I don't, I don't see why this guy can't. So, so the big debate around uh, around the nation today is uh, Papelbaum saying that it's absolutely ludicrous, basically, to say that Puig should be in the All Star game. <laughs> really? Yeah, Papelbaum went off on talk radio today saying that it's an insult to all those guys who went out and have done it seven, eight, nine years that he makes an all-star team after less than 30 games in the big leagues. And, um, you know, my opinion is the all-star game celebrates the all-stars from that year. I mean, it's not, it's not a lifetime achievement award. I mean, you're celebrating the people who have done the best that year. (laughs) And so far this kid is uh, playing like an all-star. It's true. It's true. I mean, the problem I have with it is it's only over a hundred at bats. (laughs) I mean, anyone, Maybe not anyone, but it seems like a lot of guys could over a hundred at bats get lucky. Uh yeah. I mean, you know, if you take Evan Longoria's best, Chris Shelton. I mean, exactly. And do you really want an All Star game with Chris Shelton in it? I, you know, I I think, yeah, I I think he deserves it. I mean, he's played like an All Star, offensively, defensively, like I said before. (laughs) Maybe not, but he makes spectacular plays. Yeah, I don't know. I, I want to see a little bit more. I think I'm I'm not totally agreeing with... I think if he started the year up in the bigs and he was doing this, you know, for 80 games, let him in. But for 27, 28 games, eh, come on, man. All right, all right. All right, well, lots of bigger and better things. Homer Bailey, no hitter. Yeah, this is the uh, big news today. Post, it, it is, post-hype sleeper, Homer he Bailey. Is, he's kind of the poster child for post-type sleepers. Him and uh, <laughs> Dominic Brown this year? Yeah. Kind of both of those two guys. Kind of, I had written them both off thinking they had never never lived up to the talent, but, you know. I mean, what do you, I mean, do you think these guys are actually for real? Let's start with Homer Bailey. I, I I think Homer Bailey is. I mean, his ex-fip and his, and his fip are both below his his ERA right now. So I mean, I don't know if you look at it just through the sabermetrics, he's actually underperforming a bit. And you know, every, all his numbers look in line. His strand rate is looks good. The the K per nine is up. I mean, everything looks like this is a this is a, the real deal. I mean, I think I think you're right. I just, I think uh, <laughs> it seems like in the past he always. Uh... 
he was one of those guys that had those one or two really bad endings. It's like one guy got on base and then the whole world fell apart. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe that was just an immaturity thing. Maybe he's grown up. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's... Yeah, and I guess you can see that um, with some fairly uh, disastrous left-on-base percentage numbers early on <laughs> in his yes, career. Yes. I mean, in his younger years, that, that tended to be the problem. And you knew as soon as he let one run runner on, he was probably going to give up three runs. Yeah, but this year it looks like, uh, you know... He's he's got that under control, and uh, he's still got the stuff that all the experts loved when he first came up. Yeah, I think that's a pretty strong buy on Homer Bailey. I'm pretty sure he's owned in every league, so it doesn't really matter all that much. But he's probably owned you know, in every can... league, but you might be able to get him in a trade. I mean, I was going to say if you can trade for him, maybe buy him slightly low. I think he could he could be a top what top twenty pitcher or so this year. Yeah, I mean... Uh, 20, 25, and kind of in a number two starter role. Exactly. I mean, you definitely want him over a guy like C.J. Wilson even, right? Yeah, oh, by far, not even close. C.J. Wilson's four or five. Yeah, I mean, um, so who are guys that you kind of want on the same level as... I mean, I'd put him up there with almost like... Oh, gosh. Uh, Jose Fernandez? Jose Fernandez, wow, you... That guy's, I don't know, he seems like he's a rookie, right? Yeah. On uh, Miami. Year, I'd rather have Homer Bailey. He's going to pitch more innings. Uh, what about a guy like Madison Bumgarner? Uh, I'd still take Bumgarner. I think he's he's, pro- he's proven to done it a couple of years now, and I think what that, about, that history is a What about stronger. another guy who that, That's kind of the level I think he's at. I mean, I might even want him above Matt Cain. Okay, okay. <laughs> Interesting. What about a guy like uh, Irvin Santana? Oh, God. Is he even ownable? <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's like a superstar. I'm looking at his oh, numbers. Man. But uh, it, it's okay because you wouldn't. he's Irvin Santana. Why would you think that? <laughs> I, 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 guess, I guess he slipped through my crack, my crack to the cracks this year. I mean, I haven't looked at his numbers. Yeah. Um, okay, here's another, here's another post-hype. Here's last year's post-hype sleeper. Um, or a comeback kid. What about A.J. Burnett? Oh, uh, I'd still take Homer Bailey. I, I, I still can't believe in the A.J. Burnett experience. <laughs> Even though, we, you know, we rode him last year to a victory, so. We did. We did own A.J. Burnett. Yeah, but so, uh, I, I'm, right. I'm still waiting for the wheels to fall off that, that, that cart there. Uh, I feel the same way about Francisco Liriano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Exactly. I feel so that's one of those guys you either love or hate, and uh, <laughs> I just, I, I can't believe. But, uh, you know, he's been really good this year, so. Hey, the, the Pirates are for real. They're winning a lot of games, and I, I like their offense, even though, you know, I think Pedro Alvarez might break some sort of record with the strikeouts he has this year. Him and Chris Carter are going head-to-head for the <laughs> worst batting coverage in the league, I'm sure, at this point. Yikes. Yikes. All right, all right. So well, how about, how about Dominic Brown? What do you what do you think about Dominic Brown? Uh, I I don't believe in the guy. To be perfectly honest with you, what do you think? The average is going to fall apart. Do you think the power is not for real? Is it is it? Uh... Yeah, I think it's just a little too much of everything. I mean, he's one of those guys who he was a you know kind of a big time prospect, but not like the can't miss style prospect. He was kind of in the Kyle Blanks 
you know, range where people liked him, but it was basically... The he, he, was, he was higher regarded than Blanks. Was he? Oh, yeah. He, he was probably a top 20 overall prospect, I think. Uh, we could look that up, but this is the 2020 All-Stars, and we don't actually... Uh, we, just, we just go on faith. We just go on our, our <laughs> vague memories of the past. We go, we go on intuition and uh, hearsay, really, in this <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just don't... Uh, I mean, nope. he was your classic just tools guy. He, he Everybody said he's got all the physical tools. It's just does does the, you know, does the gameplay end up matching the talent? Yeah, I think this is, I, I don't know, this feels like a first half uh, superstar. I would try to sell high. Okay, like a like a Chris like a Chris Young when he was good for those couple of years and he went 30-30 kind of feel. Exactly, exactly. I mean, if you could trade Dominic Brown for... Stick him uh, over Puig? Wow, tough. I don't know. No, I'd want Puig. Puig you could sell, I think, for the world. <laughs> I think you could hype Puig up and really sell him for, like, a Justin Verlander or a Jared Weaver or something. How about, um, like, uh, Nate McClough? Yeah. Man, Nate McClough. I don't know. Nate McClough is kind of slowing down. Exactly. He is. He is. I mean, I guess I would take Dominic Brown. Okay. But, but I'm really wondering, could you get a guy like... How high are you aiming? Yeah, how high are you aiming is really the question here. Um, I'm trying to think of like a first baseman that would be good, like a Anthony hmm, okay. Rizzo or like a... Paul Goldschmidt? That's way too high. That's way too high. But, you know, his numbers are kind of there. I mean, that's the crazy thing. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dominic Brown's numbers are, are right there. So is that totally out of the question to, like, offer that? I don't think so. <laughs> But he's, he's he's really he's like he's like a top twenty player like overall right now with twenty one homers, just two seventy five average or so, eight yeah. steals. I mean it's 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 not outrageous if you like offer this guy from Mount Matt Kemp or something in a one year league. Like there could just be people who are just really frustrated with Matt Kemp getting hurt and not being good and going over five. I mean he's still young. I mean, and this guy, so, I mean. I don't know. I, I see, I, this is the type of guy you want to just like start throwing offers out there. You just you okay. just start throwing as many things against the wall, and if something sticks, and you catch a Jared Weaver, lightning in <laughs> lightning in a bottle, the whole league goes bananas. That you traded this like one hit wonder for a proven superstar, and only time will tell at the end of the season whether he was actually the real deal or not. All right. How about another comeback kid, Eric Hosmer? What do you think of what do you think of him? <laughs> I, uh, I he's been he's been on super fire lately, and oh, yeah. uh, the power is back, which I which you know, which I love to see since we traded BJ Upton for him. I mean, they got they got George Brett as a hitting coach now. I mean, do you credit him with turning him around or? I don't know. I mean, is he hitting more fly balls? Is he just? It seems like at a certain point he's kind of, you know, he, it's almost like he couldn't hit worse than he was. Like, he couldn't hit less home runs than he was. I mean, he's got seven homers on the year, and six of them have kind of come in the last ten games. I mean, that's a pretty encouraging sight to go with seven stolen bases on the year, so. Yeah. I mean, do you think he's over under 20 home runs for the year? So 
13 more home runs. I take the over. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna go over. I think he can probably hit 15 the rest of the year. I think so too, and I think that's you know with he's gonna give you at least. Two seventy-five average he's got now, if not all the way up to three hundred. You toss in maybe five or six more steals. Yeah. So you, hit, would you take him over Rizzo? Uh, I might. I I, I probably wouldn't, but I'm kind of irrational about this Rizzo Rizzo kid. Okay, how about um, Freddie Freeman? Oh, my boy, my Atlanta boy. You're your Atlanta boy, yes. Yes, I should. we should let the viewers know that before living mm-hmm. in Berlin, I was a Atlanta You were a friend. For 11 years, so. Yeah, you, you were basically an adopted son of Georgia at some point. <laughs> yes, yes, I was a Georgia boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my my, my uh, southern English is much better than my German. Which <laughs> is still still pretty schlecked. Still pretty schlecked, guys. It's uh I wish I could tell you it was getting better. Yeah. I you know, I mean I guess I'd probably take uh I'd probably take our boy Hosmer. I mean Freeman I'm always a little worried about I, it seems like he's kinda got like one of these minor injury bugs. Um, yeah, and I I've never seen the power being there for yeah, I mean, I saw Freeman. Freeman's swing is really kind of a line drive, control where the ball is going swing. Yeah, um, he never looked like he, he was trying to hit the ball out. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, that's it's baseball. You don't always want to try to hit the ball out of the park, lest you end up like Chris Carter or... Oof. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> Chris, you know, unless you end up like one of those guys, Chris Carter, yeah. or Adam Dunn. I mean, if you're uh, if you are Adam Dunn, do it. But the the three true outcomes, right? Yeah, if you're not Adam Dunn, Homer walk strikeout. There are a lot more strikeouts in that equation, which is not so good. Okay, so, uh, so you so you put him kind of behind Rizzo, but above Freeman. Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay. I mean, I'm definitely putting him ahead of some guys that are also playing first base that. How about, how about Adrian Gonzalez, former uh-huh. former top tier first baseman? You know what? This is like the type of thing that I'm doing. If I am if I am an Adrian Gonzalez owner, I'm selling I'm selling for a guy like Dominic Brown or Eric Hosmer and a top, and a good closer like and just really looking at that O rank and telling the you know my trade partner like hey this guy is a top pick. You need okay. him, and I'll I'll take the hot hand, you know. Trying trying to sell name value still. Trying to sell name value, which uh, you hate to do that, but sometimes I don't know. I just I think that uh, he doesn't have it. Gonzalez doesn't have it. I, I think we're very much like of both of the opinion of you buy a guy maybe a little early and hope that he he comes around quick versus holding on to a guy a little too long. Yeah, I mean it's kind of it's kind of the uh, the Oakland A philosophy, the old school Oakland A, you know. Yeah, and if I guess if Gonzalez were just uh, if he kind of just had no power for one year, I mean for like you know just this year for you know eighty games or whatever, I would be less worried. Mm. But it's been a while. Yeah, ever since the shoulder surgery, he's never quite had the same power. Yeah, 
I think I think his forty home run days are definitely behind him. I mean, his thirty home run days might might be behind him. Yeah, I mean, he I, might be kind of a twenty five home run, two ninety average kind of guy now. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, it, it's good, but that's not uh, what. It's you, not elite anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a top two, top three round pick. Definitely not. For sure. But I think I think Hosmer still might beat him. I mean, he might he might be just as good, but you throw in the steals. Yeah. And uh, he, he gains a little value. Yeah, I mean, I, I I feel so, and this is kind of sad. Adrian Gonzalez is almost like a. Before I say this, I want to look into it, but uh, yeah, he's almost kind of like a you know, Matt Carpenter who gets RBIs instead of runs, right? <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> like, Low know. blow. Now he, he's definitely he's got a little more power than Carpenter. Carpenter's probably going to go for 15 this year. Yeah, I get. Yeah, okay. I think we we're this is this is a uh, let's stay on the Dodgers and Ooh. go to. Uh, wow, there are rumors. Rumors has it that Carlos Marmol. <laughs> Carlos Marmol is a Dodger. I love it. Yes. Mac Rier has been shipped off Chicago for Carlos Marmol. Carlos I still Marmol. don't know why the Dodgers did this. Yes, uh, Carlos Marmol, I mean, if this were five years ago, this might <laughs> still be a puzzling decision because this guy cannot throw a strike over the plate. <laughs> and if you are throwing 102 miles an hour, that's okay. But when you've lost five miles per hour and you're still not throwing it over the plate... Uh, I'm, I, I, this is more of a real baseball note. It's just, it's, it's really killing me that the Dodgers picked up this guy. <laughs> I mean, it, it is like the graveyard of former closers in, in the Dodger bullpen now with League and uh, Marmol. Yeah, I mean, what, so what, what is this? What do they expect this guy to do? I, I don't know. Lose him six games. I, 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 it's kind of, a, it's, a, it's kind of a baffling move as to why they would pick this guy up. Is he like? I mean, he. Do you really want him in the sixth inning or in like high leverage situations? Like, where, I, where does he come in? You, you can't, you can't turn him into a, a long man. I mean, that's just two innings for him to give up more runs. You know, it's like you don't want to pitch him in high leverage in the eighth and. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, uh, do you want him? Let's say, okay, it's eighth inning. It's a one-run game. You're the real dot. We're no longer talking about the fantasy aspect here. No, we, we've jumped the fantasy rail here. We're, we're talking, we're just complaining yeah. about our hometown team now. Uh, do you want Brandon Lee to come in, or do you want Carlos Marmol to come in? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, still, I'll still take league, but you're still just holding your breath the whole time. It's, it's... I I just kind of baffled by the whole situation. Yeah, I mean the Dodgers seem. I it feels so. Uh, who's the GM of the Dodgers right now? Coletti, Ned Coletti. Coletti, yeah. I feel so. He basically took um, the like you know 2008 All Star team and is trying to get them on the Dodgers. <laughs> I think I, it it kind of feels like that. If you look at all the players, they were all good. About six years ago. It's like his scouting information is five years old. Pretty much. And none none of these guys are like terrible, you know. No one no one's terrible. I mean, but but, but all their best years are kind of behind them. And they're getting really overpaid. It's crazy. Oh man, they're spending 
quarter of a billion dollars. So. Yeah, and it's just like this is not the team you want for a quarter billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, which is different than saying it's not the team you want at all. It's not like Houston, where it, they're basically playing for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> but well, there's, uh, there, there's actually a question of is there is there even a person who you would send to the All Star Game as a representative? And part of me says not really, but you're required to choose one. I kind of just feel like putting all the names in a hat. Yeah. And picking one. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we could stick with the Dodgers, but let's go to a little more of a fantasy aspect and definitely more of the 2020 All Stars realm. Okay. This Nate Eovaldi. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce Eovaldi. his name? Eovaldi. Former, former Dodger prospect, actually. Speaking of the Dodgers. Former Dodger prospect. Former Dodger farmhand Nate Eovaldi. He's. Uh, I mean, go ahead. He's been uh, turning on the last three starts. All quality starts. I mean, he plays <coughs> in a huge park. I mean, that that park in in uh, Miami is is kind of cavernous, which is helpful. He he brings a 97 mile per hour fastball. Uh, haven't seen the secondary stuff. I mean, I haven't I haven't been able to watch him to watch him pitch, but uh, the numbers look good. Just looking yeah. at the numbers. The numbers. The numbers do look good. Um, I'm looking at his uh, the advanced numbers right now. They're they're not quite as kind. He's got a FIP of 4.3 and an xFIP of about 4.3 as well. Yeah. To but be fair, I mean that's still his, good. his three starts have been against the Giants, the Pod or yeah the Padres, and uh, Arizona. So he he hasn't really been facing the stiffest competition but but i mean in the al i mean the nl west the competition is you know they're not the biggest bats they've got a lot of pitching there but not uh you know not yeah he pitches in the al or nl east but uh yeah nl east sorry sorry yeah i guess there there's some there's the braves he's got to go against but he he can probably carve up the uh the mets carve up the mets Carvalho, Philadelphia is interesting, but I don't know. I don't believe in all these guys in Philadelphia. But so you're I'm not, you're a believer in this guy. I, I mean, I don't. I'm not gonna say he's gonna be an all star or anything, but he might be. He might be one of those spot starters where you you just look at the schedule and if he's got a couple of soft starts, he's right. got enough talent to put people away. Well, we were gonna. I was gonna have a. Uh, a garbage pitchers on the waiver wire segment, and so maybe <laughs> let's just throw him into this. Okay, there we go. I think he fits that particular category of just guys you stream in. Yeah. Do you want uh, Eovaldi? Do you want Scott Casimir? Do you want Bartolo Colon, or do you want Yolis Chassin? Ah, jeez. I, I think Bartolo Colon's—he's kind of the most proven guy out of that group. Oh <laughs> God! Don't, don't say that. Old? <laughs> Forty-year-old Bartolo Colon is kind of the guy you want to own. Uh, he's he's pretty much he's pretty much a guy you 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 could own the whole season at this point. He's he he doesn't walk anybody and that's, yeah. he doesn't strike anyone out, but he doesn't hurt you. <laughs> he doesn't hurt you anywhere else. So that I, that would be my number one pick. Wow, really, Bartolo Colon? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think and I don't even think it's that close. Really. Oh yeah, not even that close. I would actually, um, 
I would actually go with Scott Casimir, and it's wow. just, it's, it's because uh, I I believe in the talent. The 2020 All Stars, uh, one of our many <laughs> one of our many sayings is I believe in talent, and at some point in time, in in a uh, land far far away, Scott Casimir had the most talent. Um, oh, I believe he had the most talent. He's also probably gonna hurt his shoulder or his knee or. His elbow or something in the next ten starts, because that's what Scott Casimir does. I guess he's yeah. Roto says his back is kind of hurt, but uh, he had a, he just came out and he had a great start this past one. Yeah, and his uh, his next starts against the uh, is it the Royals? I think the uh, emerging Royals. So a start against them is kind of scary now. I mean, yeah, we'll see. Their offense since Bredis took over has been putting up a lot of runs. So I I'm not so thrilled about that start anymore. <laughs> okay. We'll see. We'll see. The Bartolo Colon. Um, how about so you, uh, how about another former superstar, Ubaldo Jimenez? Ubaldo. <laughs> you know I like Ubaldo. I know he's he's, he's kind of your fantasy kryptonite, man. Uh, yeah, Ubaldo. Ubaldo is actually that's that's a good. Uh, he's definitely fantasy kryptonite. He will break your heart. He'll have that one game where you see like you see the the Ubaldo of old. And that's that's the game you pick him up and you put him in your lineup, and then the next three games, he just has a nine ERA and walks the whole world <laughs> and can't get out of the fifth inning. It's so, <sighs> so I'm you're not buying him. No, I'm still buying, but that's not what I should. I'm telling other people to do. I mean, <laughs> just, just, okay. just just because I'm I'm you know, just because I'm <laughs> stuffing my face and. Uh, you know, do what I say, not what I do kind of moment there. Yeah, you know, that's kind of one of those things where if you're a smoker or something, you're telling people, like, uh, don't smoke while, you know, puffing well, away. you're smoking a pack and a half a day. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, yeah, he's he's my Marlboro. Uh, huh? <laughs> so, yeah, I would I would not buy him. I would tell the, I would tell the listeners not to buy him. Uh, okay. Right. We're real, okay, we're running a little late. Um, any any last topics? I mean, I feel so. Uh, I'm looking at what you had. Oh, let's maybe go to the closer carousel. I oh, love. Boy. Let's go to the Diamondbacks closing carousel. Oh, it sounds like Heath Bell is back in. Yeah. So where are you reading this? It's, uh, it's been, it was on it was on CBS earlier today and uh, it's, it was on Yahoo earlier today that uh, Heath Bell is is back. Yeah, because He's it looks back. like uh, just what's his face? Um, JJ puts his it never came back. Like his arm uh, never came back. Yeah, the arm strength or the the it's something just didn't look right. Apparently, they're moving him back down to uh, lower leverage situations, and it's back to Heath. Bell, who gave up, what is it, seven games in a row with a home run or something like that this year? Uh, yeah, it was something, something bananas like that, which... Uh, some kind of, that's got to be some kind of record. I mean, seriously. He did slow saves, though, which was also impressive. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if you give a, if you give him a three-run lead every time and he only gives up two, you know, hey, he still gets the save. It's not a yeah. pretty save, but... Hey, even even Jose Valverde picked up ten saves this year or something, didn't he? So I mean, it's not it's not an impossible job. Exactly, and so we've got Heath Bell now. Um, the guy behind him is David Hernandez, and who I still don't believe. 
Ah, David Hernandez has not been good this year either. And then um, I, I would say the only good guy in their bullpen, the guy behind the guy behind the guy behind the guy, <laughs> was a uh, episode one recommendation, Will Harris. Okay, so it's it's all coming back here. It's, it's coming full circle here. Are we going back to the Will Harris? Will Harris should already be on your watch list. So we're going all the way back to him saying it's actually time to look at Will Harris again. Yeah, I mean, they're they're still not bringing him in in high leverage situations, which if you are a fantasy baseball expert, that's not a good thing. Yeah. But he has not given up a run in a while. He hasn't given up a run in his past 10 games. Okay. And he's striking guys out still. Huh. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I hope he gets a chance. I mean, I, I would take anyone over Heath Bell. That's, this is, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's good, but I'm saying he's not Heath Bell and not huh. David Hernandez and not J.J. Putz. And at a certain point... Uh, just, just by attrition, he might get a save here, it's sounding like. He know. might. We'll see. I mean, if these other guys keep giving up home runs, you know, they're not, they're not going to keep putting him out there. But uh, we will see. We will see. I, uh, I have faith. How, this is, this is how, how do you the... feel about, uh, how do you feel about the Boston situation? Yeah, with Andrew Bailey. Andrew yeah. Bailey, Yuihara. <sighs> I mean. We, we I, I guess I, we should also mention that uh, we are Japanese Americans. Todd Todd happens to be fully Japanese American, and I oh, and proud, yeah. I'm I'm half Japanese American, so anytime you have a uh, Asian, I would I would even go just Asian. Picture. It's kind of pan Asian. We just kind of pan have Asian, to yeah. Because of the, uh, we, I mean, we we embrace Shane Victorino even. Yeah, I'm. I'm you know. I, if, if there were, you know, Indian an Indian pitcher, I would probably root for him too. Yeah, the, <laughs> the two, the two, the two, the two Indian minor leaguers for the Pirates. They, we were, uh, you know, we supported them also. We're supporting them, so I guess in that case, yeah, we, yeah perhaps an Iranian or something. You know, you, you Darvish is Iran, Iranian and Japanese, yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he covers Pan Asian pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would take Kochi Uehara for those reasons alone. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it, it'd be, uh, just, just for hope that the Asian guy makes it. Come on, Asian guy, yeah, be good. In the, uh, in the, you know, the no batting gloves, um, you know, racial, racial, <laughs> racially uh, diverse league. If those are fantasy <laughs> categories in your league, I love Koji Hara and most, I love most, Will Myers. Asians, yeah, that that I think we did that once in one league. How many Asians can we own? Was the theme <laughs> of our team. Yeah, I mean. It did not go well, but you know, it was, it was really, it was really an honorable, an honorable mention there for. Yeah, I mean, just I was, trying really hard. I think he might have been even um, he stopped Troy at some point. On a more serious note, I do worry about Andrew Bailey's health. Um, he, As you should, he, he's, he's hurt a lot. Yeah, he's not definitely the guy you always want out there. But he's, I'm also a little worried about Koji Uehara's health because he's already complaining of a tired arm. Yeah, he only pitches like what, fifty, sixty innings a year. Yeah. So who knows if he could be the full-time closer, especially on a team that's going to be getting a lot of saves in Boston. Um, yeah. So who do you think's the guy behind the guy there? Is a the question. That is a 
great question. Who do you think is the guy behind the guy there? Oh, okay. Maybe maybe Tazawa gets a shot. Is he hurt? No, he's still he's still pitching, and uh, maybe you know, uh, Andrew Miller. <laughs> Andrew Miller. Uh, this is a this is a post hype sleeper uh, podcast. The enigmatic lefty. That, that that seems like the post hype sleeper guy that we, you know. That he former top prospect of the Marlins system, I believe. So at one point he had uh, he had a lot of hype about his stuff. So you never know. Maybe he can turn it around and become a closer. Yeah, we'll see. I, I feel as though it's just gonna like bounce back between Andrew Bailey and Uihara all year. Yeah, you know? that that's that's what I was saying earlier. That that's kinda looking like the situation. But I think that... it's just gonna be each guy gets fifteen saves. Yeah, pretty much. And uh let me see. If you have, you know, a Jose Glacius, you might want to try to trade him for one of those guys. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Jose Iglesias, back to him again. Yes. Um, looks right. like Will Helson might get a shot again. Might start looking at him again. Word on the street is that uh, they're going to start uh, moving him up the uh, the pressure situation. So he Did might it. get a yes. The- it seems like that Yorvis Mardina guy uh, is being dropped in leagues. Yeah. So oh. that's been the trend. Uh, who else? Uh, the Jim Henderson. Situation is not so good. He has been a little shaky. It's not not looking like he is going to hold on to the job. Looks like K Rod might get a few saves here again. Yeah, just such a bummer. Such a bummer. Never came back strong from that injury. So it's not like he came back terribly though. It's like he just gives up one run in like a high leverage situation when they're down by one. Yeah, he has. Just really not been able to close the door when it's that one run lead. Yeah. Uh, Which is like one of these things that, as a, it's not so bad as a real reliever, but then I feel as though managers start losing faith in you. Yeah. And that's when, uh, that's when as a fantasy owner, you gotta make your move and say, you gotta be ahead of the curve and say, wait a minute, I'm kinda losing faith in this guy. What about the real manager? <laughs> Yeah, so those are the the shaky balls, like bullpen situations that I see. All right, all right. Um, I think we're pretty good. I mean, uh, any final words? I think is what we want to do, and then we can get out of here. Yeah, final words. Uh, the uh, futures game is coming up, so we'll have uh, more <laughs> prospect talk coming up after the futures game. Because really, why play for this year when you can play for three years down the road? Because that's. If if there were a minor league baseball fantasy league, we would we would definitely be winning that league. Yes, but, we uh, hopefully you know the George Springers and the uh, you know. of the world are showing us showing showing you that we know what we're talking about. Yeah, George, George Springer, it's going to be at the Futures game, so we'll uh, we'll get a look at him there. All right, he did get moved up to Triple A. It's uh, one step closer to the bigs. All right, sounds good. Well. Uh, that's it for us. I'm David Pollock. I'm Todd Sakamoto. We will see hey. you next time. All right. Later. Bye. Okay.